get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kiley. Always happy to go out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by our friend and the Blues insider for The Athletic. He's Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on the show. JR, how you doing today, man? I'm doing real well, guys. Uh, I got to tell you, though, with those 18 runs yesterday by the Cardinals, I walked into the uh, on-the-run gas station by my house, and I said, 18 runs, can I get like a sandwich, <laughs> chips, and a soda? <laughs> Did they respond with, uh, though, because we didn't realize the Cardinals scored 18 <laughs> runs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think I was the first person to make that joke this morning by the look of their faces. That's, and uh, that's and like they every... said, this is... Go ahead, JR. Oh, go ahead. No, just they said that, uh, you know, if you're going tonight, I don't know that you expect many runs if they used them up all last night. Yeah, that's true. I was T-Bone also made that joke earlier, yeah, too. So, yeah. Sorry, second second runner up on that one. But I, I do make the joke uh, when I go to Taco on. Bell, JR, after the Blues score five goals, and I say, can I get free tacos? And they look at me like, dude, that hasn't happened since like the early 2000s. <laughs> they don't think it's very funny, though. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's why you always saw me cheering for Blues goals up in the press box. Try to place to stop by on the way home. It's either White Castle or Taco Bell, JR, and that's we right. know which one's better. Um, JR, I'm going to ask you a very simple question that I don't think has quite as easy of an answer, personally. Uh, the Dallas Stars are going to be headed to the Western Conference Final. Now, obviously, that's not great news for the Blues because it means their draft pick is going to be 29th or later. However, are, are the Stars good? Like, relative to other Western Conference final teams that we've seen in recent years, how would you rate this current Dallas Stars team? Yeah, I don't think they're dominating. I think that they get the job done, and they've looked really good at times, uh, not great at at others. Uh, But I think they've got the type of players that you need with the the Bens, the Sagans, the Robertsons, you know, an emerging star. He is a star now. And then the Pavelskis, like people wrote him off a couple years ago. You know, you went into this uh, postseason wondering about the goaltending. Jake Ottinger, a great goalie, but just a young guy, and how would he respond? And I think just like I said about the Stars a second ago, really great at times and and not great at others. He's kind of been that way this postseason. You know, he's the type of guy that can get on a run and back you up. So, you know, I think they're a team that's going to go into this series. I picked them. I picked them to win in seven games in the athletic uh, poll that we just published. Uh, But I could easily see Vegas winning the series. Jared, Jamie Rivers brought this guy up on his show, and we had a texter talk about him yesterday, too. And since we're talking Dallas Stars, I do find it interesting. Is Max Domi somebody that would be intriguing to you to sign in the offseason as a blue next year? I think he could be, yeah. He asked me about this a couple days ago. I don't know if you guys heard the interview, but uh, he used uh, he and this guy, and he used all these vague pronouns, and then at the very end he says Max Domi, and so you got to come up with an answer uh, with, within a couple seconds. But I like the idea. I just don't know, you know, what is Doug Armstrong thinking? That's the biggest thing. Like if he thinks, are we going to go out and spend some money and make this team competitive, you know, perhaps that's a guy who could come in and be another piece like the pieces that the Blues brought in last year with Rana and Kapanen. Uh, but is he going to say to himself, you know, let's take advantage of this situation we have with the draft equity and perhaps some trade pieces. And, you know, we're not going to go all in and, you know, sign a guy like a Max Domi. And I'm not saying he's all in like he's a superstar, but I'm saying like you're going to spend some decent money on him 
And, and Doug might not be thinking that way. He might be thinking, you know, let's take that step back. Let's capitalize on what we've built here uh, with the assets and the situation that we're in. So I think that's what kind of determines it. What's he going to be able to do at the draft? What are people telling him that they'll give him for these draft picks if he trades one of these late first rounders? I think that's what I would specifically like to know before you can say, yeah, go out and get a Max Domi. Well, now you just led me into my next topic because BK and I are officially on the Ross Colton train. And now that you know that the Blues have the 25th overall pick, that's the Toronto Maple Leafs one. And then the Dallas one is going to be either somewhere between 29 and 32. Does Ross Colton from the Tampa Bay Lightning make sense to you? Well, let me tell you this. For anybody who listens between 11 and 2 to 101 ESPN, I think we all know that you're on the Ross Colton bandwagon. Damn (laughs) straight, JR. (laughs) JR, we tried tried out new ideas yesterday. We went down a matchmaking game, and I got to be honest. Tanner left single. It was love at first sight, and we we didn't need the other options. Yeah. Hey, I like it. I like it. You know, sometimes I get caught up in the day-to-day. I'm writing a story. We're doing this, uh, you know, poll, so on and so forth. And, you know, I truly, honestly don't spend enough time looking at other rosters, seeing who would be a match. So you guys enlighten me when you come up with these names. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, they make sense. How about uh, Martin Furk, right? Uh, uh, hey, hey, right member of the Ferrari <laughs> hey, 5. Do you remember Pavel Buchnevich? Can I, can yeah. I throw yeah, that one yeah, back in your face, JR? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I think he actually came here. He actually came here. Yeah, and then he went over to Europe because the Blues didn't want him to play on their second power play. That's fine. Yeah, so so I, I like the – the, the the Ross idea, Ross Colton, I, I think that uh, that's a situation where he's played with a good team. He's contributed to that team. You know, he could be that type of guy. Let's go back to that conversation we had a second ago. You know, I think Max Domi's going to command, you know, some decent dollars with the way he's played in Chicago even, and then now with uh, Dallas, and especially if they go to the Cup here. Um, so, you know, not necessarily similar players, uh, but I think those are the types of guys uh, like a Ross Colton who could come in and uh, and help the Blues through these two years and, and be a guy who keeps them competitive without breaking the bank. All right, uh, let me tell you about a guy, JR. We're talking to Jeremy Rutherford, oh, matchmaker for, JR. for The Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter, at JP Rutherford. Uh, this guy, I'll tell you his name at the very end, so that way you've got about two seconds to be able to come up with yeah. your answer on it. No. He, uh, William Nylander. He, William Nylander is 27 years old, JR. He's got one year remaining on his contract at roughly $7 million. He's going to get a massive payday after that. All of the listeners in our audience, I'm sure, are familiar with him. But if they're not, he's a guy that is uh, one of the core four members of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I would have to imagine they're going to make some sizable changes to that roster this offseason. If for no other reason than they've got real cap uh, concerns, a cap crunch that's hitting their way. Is, is there any scenario where a guy like Nylander or even if one of the other core four members of that team became available, do you think that the Blues would A, have interest and B, explore the possibility of trying to acquire one of those members? Yeah, first of all, thanks for giving me about 20 seconds there to think of a guy. <laughs> think of my answer first. Uh, okay, so so let's break this down a couple of ways. First of all, anybody in their right mind has to be interested in any of those guys. Uh, you have to explore. You know, Doug Armstrong can't just drive down the road and think to himself, hey, if Toronto calls about one of those guys, I'm going to hang up. You can't do that. you got to explore. Uh, but, you know, obviously a couple of those guys are big-ticket guys already. Right. And a guy like a guy like Nylander with uh, one year left, he's a, he's a great player. Like, Toronto fans love him. Uh, the media writes a lot of positive things about him in terms of what he brings on a more consistent basis, sometimes even bigger than the, more consistent than what those other guys uh, bring to the table, talking about Tavares and, and Matthews. So I think Nylander would be great. The only thing is, 
that ticket's going to jump sky high after next year. And, you know, are the Blues in a position where they're going to pay another guy nine or $10 million? I don't think that that's the case, you know, and I think what, what situation are they in? You know, can they move any of the defensemen? Can they move money? Can they put themselves in a situation where they can uh, absorb that big ticket, uh, not next year, but the following year? So I think you have to be interested, but the teams that are going to be interested in a Nylander, the, t- the teams that can afford that eight, nine, ten million moving forward with him, you know, I, I think that uh, they're going to be in line and willing to give up a lot to get them. And can the Blues be one of those teams? I just don't see it personally. Start the trend, JR. Explore the core four. (laughs) (laughs) It would probably require including Jordan Cairo in that deal, right? Like, if I'm Toronto, that's that's the starting point, isn't it? Yeah, so the money can offset if there's a deal like that where you're you're trading a guy like that. So, you know, I get that, but... And I'm not advocating for that, by the way. I I would actually, we're going to talk about this a little bit later today, just to clear this up. I I would actually say I probably wouldn't make that deal, and I know that might sound weird to people, but Kyra's 25, he's a little bit younger, and he's cost-controlled at 8. Carlson, or excuse me, Carlson, uh, Nylander might end up taking, I mean, 9 or 10. Right. Right. And, and, you know, if you're the Blues, you like the younger guy, uh, Kairou, perhaps, you know, with where the Blues are at kind of in their retool and and building towards the future. Uh, You know, personally, I think if you're talking about which player would you like, you know, Blues might like Nylander better, you know, in terms of overall game consistency, stuff like that. But I think you're right. I think it'd be a tough deal to make. But yeah, so you can move the money around and you can make it work with Nylander. But I guess I just keep going back to you know, where are the Blues at? Are they right there where they think they can win? And, man, you bring Nylander in and they're going to go three rounds or maybe even a, win a cup? Well, then maybe you make that move. But if you think you're still kind of building and growing and putting some pieces around uh, Kyra and Thomas, then I think you stand pat. Ross Colton it is. JR, appreciate the time Boom. as always, man. Thanks for hopping on with us today. We'll be reading your work over at The Athletic and following you on Twitter at J.P. Rutherford. Thanks, boys.